the scripture for today is from Leviticus chapter 7, verses 11 through 15. This is the ritual of the sacrifice of the offering of well-being that one may offer to the Lord. If you offer it for thanksgiving, you shall offer it with a thank offering, unleavened cakes mixed with oil, unleavened wafers spread with oil, and cakes of choice flour well soaked in oil. With your thanksgiving sacrifice of well-being, you shall bring your offering with cakes of leavened bread. From this you shall offer one cake from each offering as a gift to the Lord. It shall belong to the priest who dashes the blood of the offering of well-being. And the flesh of your thanksgiving sacrifice of well-being shall be eaten on the day it is offered. You shall not leave any of it until the morning. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks, Thanks be to God. You may be seated. So this upcoming Thursday, right, it's a big day in uh, a lot of our minds. It's a big day that we celebrate. Uh, it is Thanksgiving, and so that is obviously a great time to share with one another the different uh, things a part of, about our life that we are thankful for, that we are grateful for. Uh, I remember, uh, I don't know who my Sunday school teacher was. I was trying to recall this, um, but it may have been Kathy Kilpatrick. It may have been Linda Jones. I don't remember the timeline, but one of my Sunday school teachers, nonetheless, uh, gave us this exercise to do at our Thanksgiving meals where, you know, you make the uh, little crescent rolls and you put a little paper inside of them that says, I am grateful for, and so everybody reads that and then they have to say, what they're grateful for before you eat, okay? Because sometimes, being that Thanksgiving has lots of food, we, we forget to talk about, you know, the things that are, we are grateful for, the things that we are thankful for. So we did that at all of the different Thanksgivings that we went to that year. And it, it was a very interesting exercise because it makes you think, it makes you really uh, reflect now, sometimes when it comes to what are we thankful for, uh, it's something as simple as, hey, I'm just very thankful it's not cold today, or I'm thankful that my house has heat. But the more we keep thinking, we actually are probably able to share a, a lot in our lives that we're thankful for, to celebrate and share with others, uh, not only, you know, things that pertain to us or things that are, are simple, but also thankful for how God works in our lives. And, let's be honest, Thanksgiving is also good, again, just because of all of the food. Because when we come around the table and we join together in a meal— a lot of times we have more conversation around that meal than maybe we do the rest of the day. When we're sitting around the table with family and friends. So as we're preparing for Thanksgiving, I want us actually to kind of go backwards a little bit. I want us to think about, I wonder what Thanksgiving would have looked like thousands of years ago. Let's set the stage, okay? So, we read out of Leviticus, which I'm sure you're thinking to yourself, huh, Leviticus, that's a very interesting scripture to bring in on Thanksgiving. Because traditionally, when we think of Leviticus, we think about the, the 
legal as the legal aspect of Leviticus, all of the names and the law that comes in. Um, but in those first seven chapters, as they are kind of writing and trying to really reestablish or understand what their culture is going to look like, because you know they have just left Egypt. They've gotten to where they are no longer slaves. They are in a new community with one another, the Israelites are. And so they're really having to start from scratch. And so one of the reasons, if you really think about the logic behind it, that uh, we have these teachings or these, these rules that we think of in Leviticus is because they're just trying to figure out, okay, now we're a group of people, so what are we supposed to do? And in those first couple of chapters, it's all about kind of the different offerings that we give to God. And when we think about all of those different offerings, uh, a lot of us have definitely heard or, you know, have a perception of like a burnt offering, right? An offering, in my mind, where you take whatever the animal may be, you take it to the altar, and you burn uh, that because you are trying to um, atone for your sin, right? Because you have done wrong, and so to make it right with God, you have this burnt offering. And the way I read it makes sense, right? Because I'm trying to uh, figure out within my own life, right? I see that I have done wrong, and I'm trying to reconcile that. That's how I read it with the Israelites. But the more you read in those seven chapters, and the more you understand what they are sharing, is that this book, this legalistic book that we think of, and when we read it, when we think about the legalistic in terms of what it means to us, and how maybe we're doing or not doing, again, this community is writing rules because they're a new community. This offering of atonement that they are doing, uh, it, it's not in their minds so much about them doing wrong in their lives and how they themselves are able to uh, get to heaven or whatever uh, it is that they uh, think they're going to go to in this uh, new creation, right? It's more about for the community, right? We want the community, whether it's you know, somebody else's action or our action, uh, as a community, we are worried about how what we have done will affect the community that we are in now in this land that God has given us. And take it a little bit further. When we think about these burnt offerings, right, we, we don't really think about the fact that in those first couple of chapters, first seven chapters or so, it not only talks about the burnt offerings and the grain offerings and the thanksgiving offerings, all these different offerings. It talks about how we are to share these offerings with one another and with the community around us. Now that's interesting, right? Because in my mind, right, as I read this and think about it, I would have thought that, you know, I'm, I'm doing this offering because I messed up and I want to be where I want to go, and so therefore it's for me. But 
it's not. Because we share this offering, uh, and as it talks about, we keep it warm, uh, we offer it to all of those that we encounter twice a day, and nothing is to be left behind. And the reason, I think, that my understanding originally of this book of these practices is because our culture today, right, when we think of what am I thankful for, what has worked for me, it's all about the individual. We fall into that trap. I definitely fall into that trap, right? I'm not trying to say that I'm any better than someone else, but we do. We think about how things are going to affect us. We think about how, uh, you know, what is it that we need? What is it that we can do for ourselves, But thousands and thousands of years ago, as the Israelites are trying to figure out how to be a community, their thought process was not so much about themselves, but was about the community as a whole. And not only with their community with each other, but their community with God. Giving thanks, but not only giving thanks for what God has done in their lives, but what God has done in the life of the community. Making sure that their actions did not affect the well-being of the community. And as I continue to think through think through this process think through this understanding and then to read about the meal that they are sharing today right because it talks about sharing with the priest so you're sharing with God then you're sharing with the priest and then ultimately you're going to share with all of those around you so that you shouldn't even leave this feast, right, at the the very last sentence that we read. You shouldn't even leave until the morning because you have to make sure that all of this offering that, that you have created has been given. Now, how many times... How many times in our life, and I know that I have done this, I know that I have done this, have we said, well, that action that puts a jewel in my crown, what do I need to do to have eternal life? What if we reframe those questions of how we're thinking about our own well-beings and we start to ask, how did that action help someone in my community? Not to necessarily brag on ourselves, but what is the result 
of this action and thinking about it of, for the well-being of the community rather than thinking of it as a brag or a, uh, you know, ability for us to have a better relationship with God over another person. What if we sat around our tables with our family and friends in the next week and rather than thinking about what are we thankful for for our own lives, for ourselves, what's something that we're thankful for for the well-being of our community? What is something in our lives that not only benefits us, but benefits our community of faith, benefits our, uh, our city, our country, our world? Also, rather than sitting at a table, maybe, and talking about what we're thankful for for us, you know, enjoying all of the great food that we get to have and fellowship. What if, you know, we think about how we're thankful for what God has given us. Think about it, love, presence, hope, compassion. And in knowing of what we are thankful for, we go and we figure out a way to share it with the community, to share it with those that we encounter. It's great to have that presence of God in our life, right? It's great to say, hey, God is with me. But it's even more impactful to help others know that God is with them. To help others know that they are loved by their creator, their almighty God. The grace that we receive through Christ Jesus, right? Because ultimately, Jesus, in where we are in Christianity, that is the offering for us, right? We don't do burnt offerings anymore. Jesus has come into the world. Jesus has died and then been resurrected. And so we have this, this gift of grace that comes through Christ Jesus, this hope that comes through Christ Jesus. And if we're going to follow and do the teachings that it's talked about here in Le at the very beginning of Leviticus, are we not then to go and to share Jesus with the world? Are we not worried about making sure that the offering that is Christ Jesus to the world is known and is felt by all of his people. Who are we, right, to say, oh, you know, Jesus, Jesus is for me. I don't know if Jesus is for that person down the street. Oh, I don't know if, if Jesus is, is right for my crazy great aunt 
Belinda. I don't have a crazy great aunt Belinda. But we realize that Christ Jesus is for the world. God's presence and God's love and God's grace that comes through Jesus Christ. It's to be shared with all of his people, with the community of faith, just as the community of faith has done for us. The people who have shared Christ's hope and love with us to help us understand that we too are a part of the body of Christ. And so while we, we do, while we come together and we, we give thanks uh, for everything that we are grateful for, uh, knowing of the grace of God through Christ Jesus, let us start maybe acting like we would have if we were alive thousands and thousands of years ago and share that, that love, share that grace, share that offering, that, that hope that comes through Christ Jesus to the world, a world that is broken, a world that is constantly searching, but a world that has the gift, the gift of our love, or the gift of God's love through Christ. Let us pray. Almighty, gracious God, Lord, we, we ask that you continue to show us your love and your presence, that you continue to show us your grace, your grace that comes through Christ Jesus. But as we continue to know and to be thankful for all of those things, may we, more importantly, make sure that we are sharing sharing your love, sharing your presence, sharing your grace so that it is spread out to all of your people and that all of your people be able to see the grace that surrounds them. And so, Lord, we thank you. In your son's name we pray. Amen.